What's going on people and welcome to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. The aim of our podcast is to show you how anyone can start a business, find their dream job or develop a revenue stream in the emerging blockchain industry. Most if not all of our guests started with just an idea, a few hundred dollars and a Twitter account. Before we meet today's guest, here's a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in assistance with our sponsors, Crypto.com and Crypto Jobs Daily. Crypto.com is a well-established platform and their mobile app offers the following features. A built-in exchange that lets you buy and sell seven fiat and over 50 cryptocurrencies. A tiered debit card that allows users to earn crypto cashback and so much more, including their free for free promotion. Our second sponsor is Crypto Jobs Daily, the number one place to find work in the blockchain industry. Users can connect with companies hiring in a few clicks and find their dream job today. For more information about both projects, you can click on the link in the description below. today's episode we're joined by Zane from Daffy. Daffy creates synthetics to reward networks for long-term users. They aim to solve the biggest issue within decentralized economies by rewarding users later instead of earlier. So let's go ahead and speak with Zane. What's going on people and welcome back to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. Today we're joined by Zane from the Daffy Protocol team how are you, Zane? I'm good, not too bad. How are you? I'm very well, and thanks for taking the time out of your day to speak with us. Absolutely. Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, if we jump straight in, as we mentioned in the intro, you're the founder at Daffy. Can you tell us a little bit about your role and how this came about? Yeah, actually. Um, I've traditionally came from uh, foreign exchange markets, and that's how I kind of stumbled across blockchain in the first place a couple of years ago. Um, so since then, I've been everything from a trader, speculative, um, and also like on the investor side um, as well. I've developed a few cool things, mostly as just like personal um, ventures on my own, like things I've developed. Um, but yeah, it's been a long journey, really. Daffy itself was really much inspired by what we saw um, when markets become very chaotic in the sense that every network itself is kind of designed in the same way. And what we did is we really question the very economics behind that. Um, my main role is pretty much everything, uh, building <laughs> the team around the project, building, um, I guess, the entire vision out. And um, yeah, it's been a really memorable journey so far, but it's just getting started. Fantastic. And on that note, you mentioned you're just getting started. You guys recently launched. Do you want to tell us more about what you're building and what services and features are available? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Daffy itself, you can kind of... Um, you can kind of look at it to be rewarding networks 2.0 and rather than issuing tokens, networks were able to issue synthetics tied to their network demand. The reason this is cool is because you can now incentivize in proportion to your own adoption and for users, 
it means that there's much greater scarcity until a network's consumption and utility rises. Um, so for longer-term users, for more robust networks, better decentralization, DAFI really builds this next-level staking, liquidity mining, liquidity provision, nodes, bounties, basically any form of token distribution, um, but really intelligently. Um, it's pretty cool. Fantastic. I mean, it sounds it. So in, in terms of what you mentioned, it's pretty much taking a standard blockchain and a standard coin out there and giving it so many more variables than exist right now. Yeah, exactly that. Um, I mean, it's making a way where users are given... I mean, if you're thinking about, for example, a new project or a project that's now gone into a low demand phase, like a bearish market, traditionally, the only way to attract users, to attract participation is uh, network inflation. Mm -hmm. So network inflation is defined as essentially giving out native tokens to participants. Um, everything from Bitcoin, giving Bitcoin to miners, um, staking, liquidity provision, etc. These are all designed the exact same way. Um, but the if you look at it on a game theory perspective, um, to, to create an equilibrium where participants have now got an incentive to be more long-term, and that is done through, rather than giving them a token, you've given them a synthetic version of the token. So if they are very short-term and exit the system, um, they are less incentivized. If you are in the system longer and the demand rises in that network, then you'd be greater incentivized later, not earlier. So it's very, I guess, logically makes um, a lot more sense and it's kind of an evolution in the right direction for everything decentralized. I agree. And, you know, in terms of users out there, again, I think there's so many use cases for this. Could you tell us, could you tell our audience a little bit about some of the projects you've already partnered with? Yeah, um, we've been quite fortunate to see quite a lot of demand in this. Um, we pretty much have all our partners aligned with the same philosophy, which is rewarding a network without destroying the underlying token. And um, we've got partnerships now with Elrond, Bridge Mutual, Gather Network, Royale Finance, Blockchain QEs, Phantasma. There's a few, um, more than a few lists already, but um, we're accumulating quite a lot. And the idea is that these projects are able to integrate um, DAFI synthetics and reward their network better, and they just build a more robust decentralized incentive model. So um, for this is main, um, I guess, an entire runway up until we launch all of the range of DAFI's products, uh, which is onboarding like, some big names. Um, I guess the demand has been pretty great. We've been really happy with it so far, but really it's just um, hopefully just getting started. Most definitely. I mean, some impressive names on there and if any project owners any you know project founders are listening to this and interested in you know using your service you know adopting the synthetics that you mentioned how would they go about doing that and getting in touch with you well what we're most likely going to do is the partners we've onboarded in the current phase they would have early access to creating these d tokens mm -hmm. it will be eventually open to anybody and everybody in uh, in the later time in the year but initially, these projects we've partnered that I mentioned earlier and um, any that we partner with over the next couple of months, which is quite a few already in the pipeline, um, essentially it works in the same way. It's a very plug-and-play model where they are rewarding their network for staking or for liquidity mining, bounties, nodes, whatever model they have. Um, but they're able to reward without giving tons of tokens early um, and reward I guess through a, a demand alignment and um, as the network grows in adoption, users are greater rewarded who um, stayed and provided services to the economy during that time. So for projects and founders and stuff like that, it resonates a lot with them. We haven't actually had a discussion with any project who 
haven't realized how much um how be- how much beneficial this really is to build i guess more better economies and although it sounds very like in i guess it sounds very um i wouldn't say genius but it sounds very uh, novel it's actually not it was heavily inspired by centralized finance if you think about um I mean, we're not going to talk too much smack about CFI and stuff like that, but um, what they've done is a tried and tested model over time that's kind of worked. And the only thing I would say is, um, I guess, feasible is the fact that they measure the demand of their economy, um, or they say they do, before affecting money supply. And this is the same model with how all banks function, where it's not done. Like example, like Argentina, Venezuela, etc. It's um, a big issue and leads to huge hyperinflation. But in decentralized economies and networks for staking nodes liquidity all these other models of inflation it's all based usually on time mm-hmm. and it's been like that since satoshi using mostly time as a factor only and there's a missing link between the network adoption and demand and health of an economy and then it's circulating um, token rewards or issuance or inflation so um, that's kind of the link we're introducing and it's pretty much inspired by centralized finance but i guess in a decentralized algorithmic way Fantastic. I mean, it's, it's it's actually a really good evolution of the markets. I mean, as someone who's been around since like the, the 2013, 2014 days and seen yeah. how, you know, tokenomic models have changed. I think the underlying thing is, is that people realize over time, and especially as you mentioned, during difficult market conditions, you know, it's very difficult for a project to, to reflect its development and its value, you know, just based on the, the underlying asset price which is, you know, kind of factored by a lot more things than just what's going on. So I, I think it's a very interesting few months ahead for you guys, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, what sort of um, dynamics you can bring to the market for each individual project. In terms of the future, like, what new things have you guys got coming up? Um, so for the future, we've uh, <laughs> it's probably going to be an exciting few months. Um, I guess the larger milestone would be on-chain staking for Daffy. Mm-hmm. And, um, users would be able to essentially be part of this first alternate alternative to staking and rather being given tokens they'd be staking for synthetics um, that should be around around the summertime so we're, we've already under development for that for a while now and um, yeah it should be a pretty cool milestone and uh, users would essentially be able to stake Daffy and um, create these DDAFI synthetics which would then be tied to network consumption utility and uh, demand Following that is probably the more exciting part, which is flavors. So flavors are other versions of these synthetic D tokens, which basically other protocols, dApps, cryptocurrencies can create and issue to their network. The reason this is really cool is because it'll be one retest model first, and then every other network can do so after. And um, things for like liquidity mining will now be aligned with network demand. Staking and nodes will now be able to be incentivized, but greater on a later phase rather than uh, when the network is fragile it'll build much more robust networks and it's all part of this entire switch to daffy movement that we've started um, which is pretty exciting so i guess everything is a kind of a runway until that uh, until that phase fantastic and again you know it sounds like a very exciting few months ahead um we touched earlier about some of the the challenges you know you faced in, in building a blockchain project like you know it can be tough at times. Like, what, what can you tell our audience about some of the challenges you faced along the way in building Daffy? Oh, so many challenges. Um, I think this podcast would probably be about two hours long if I went through every <laughs> single one of them. But it's, um, yeah, I think on a personal founder level with me, one of, one of the things that um, I 
hold quite true to myself is I wanted to build something um, that I was more proud of and the strategy that we took with that. So we did a lot of development on our own capital first, um, on our own self-funded basis, um, which is, of course, more a lot more risky for a founder and an early team. It's a lot more stressful. Um, and yeah, that was probably one of the biggest challenges early on. I think following that, it's... Um, there's so many other challenges, you know, like to get a high quality team, people are really passionate about um, the entire vision. And um, I mean, we're in a market where right now where there's so many opportunities, but um, I guess one other thing would be you want to make sure the execution is n- not flawless, but near flawless. And um, it's kind of like tireless process. It's like you don't get sleep <laughs> at all. Um, we had our TG almost two weeks ago. And um, yeah, like you, you can't see right now because there's no camera, but like <laughs> super sleep deprived, I think. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, there's a lot of personal challenges really. Um, I think if you take a, a direction that you feel is more honorable and when you feel a bit more proud about it, it's mm-hmm. then comes with its own challenges associated. I agree. And, you know, speaking about proud, like on a positive note, what's something that makes you proud of the journey when you think of building Duffy? Well, I've been in blockchain for quite a while um, and I've seen how things have taken upsides and I've seen how things have got chaotic. Um, I've seen models that have failed. And um, one thing that I was really, really inspired by was to create something that would pretty much reinvent how things are done. But Mm -hmm. rather than just disruption, it would be positive disruption, which I think is um, exactly what Daffy is. I think the moment anybody grasps the concept, it's like, this should already be around. This should already, this should have been developed already. This is how many networks and protocols should have been designed. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that makes me proud about Daffy itself is um, that we can be part of that journey. And I guess it's still early days for us, but it's uh, it's just really nice to see it coming along and uh, the development process to get underway and to grow our team, to grow our community. Uh, we've now like, expanded the community quite far and got some like, really positive guys in the, in the, in the channels. Fantastic. And I think you make a key point there. Like one thing that's often overlooked by investors in into crypto projects is what you see in front of you by the time the project's released and the tokens available doesn't account for all the hard work that's gone in before from yeah. concept to, you know, development to kind of building the team, as you mentioned. For, for anyone listening out there who's potentially interested in launching their own blockchain startup, what sort of advice could you give to them? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> on a truth, uh, on a more truthful level, I think it's a lot harder than it looks like. Um, like for me, I've uh, I've tried and tested so many different models mm-hmm. and um, ideas on stealth mode and my own capital and my own like resources, and uh, it kind of did give me a runway of experience. But even then, there's so much time that goes into it. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a matter of delivering results. You know, uh, you want to. Um, rather than just having a great idea, you want to execute on that really well. So you've got to be more than prepared to sacrifice absolutely everything. And although that sounds like really cliche, it's unfortunately true. And I didn't realize that at the start. Um, but it's cool. And I think yeah, everyone makes their own decisions, really. But if it's something that anyone is um, okay with doing, maybe they're a bit insane like I am, then yeah, cool. It's really interesting. You can like uh, set a precedent. You can kind of uh, leave a mark in a growing industry, which will become one of the most disruptive technologies and implementing technologies in the world eventually. We're still in early days. Very much so. And, you know, speaking about sacrifices, anyone who's like, you know, involved in crypto to any extent knows that this industry is 24-7 and never stops. Uh, what does a typical working day or week look like for you? 
well, weekends are now a thing of the past. <laughs> so that's step one. Um, yeah, like um, normally I remember, yeah, weekends and nights when the sun goes down, like these used to mean something. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, typical working week is still really intense for us, probably more intense than around the TGE time. Um, just because we've got so much stuff coming out and a lot of moving pieces. So a typical working day slash week is um, really intensive right now. I would say from, I guess, the public image, it looks like, yeah, cool. Daffy got four partnerships last week. Um, or Daffy's like got three projects ready to integrate uh, detokings. It sounds really cool and um, simple, but like <laughs> on the on the actual back end of it, it was brutal, but I mean, results matter. So like, you know, of course. And, you know, speaking about results and, you know, you mentioned earlier about the team and the growth of the team. Like, how has the team grown since you first came up with the idea and how many people are currently working at Daffy? Yeah, so we, I mean, originally started with just a few people and um, now it's like we have 18 members and we've got like more and more developers, especially that's one area we're focusing on. So, um yeah, we've been growing the team quite aggressively over the past few months and we'll continue to do so. So um, we're like trying to meet with the scaling uh, requirements of the project, which, yeah, it does mean we're now growing pretty aggressively. But it's also a really cool project to work for. Like um, Daffy itself is like really innovative mm-hmm. and there's been pretty healthy demand um, from people itself. So, yeah, it's, um, it's something that I guess we want to grow the family around Daffy. I love that. I mean, I love the way you refer to your team as family because in effect, yeah. as, as crypto, we work alone, but we're, we're not in effect when, you know, each person's, you know, individual inputs makes such a difference. So on that note, you mentioned you guys are hiring. Um, we'll, we'll share any job descriptions and everything in the link below. Uh, but feel free to let our audience know, like, what sort of um, people you're looking for in terms of skills and, and roles. And also, like, what sort of qualities would you look for in any new team member joining Daffy? I think something that I primarily look for is intelligence and um, someone who thinks outside of the box. I think everything about Daffy and the whole philosophy is exactly that, being very inquisitive in your own nature. Um, these qualities are something you can't really write down on a resume or um, on job experience and stuff. It's kind of like, um, I wouldn't say you either. I wouldn't say it's like you either have that or you don't, but I think everyone has the ability to grow and kind of like tap into these instincts. So that's, for me, the main quality I look for, just like uh, pure intelligence and um, inquisitive nature. But beyond that is, is someone who's just very, very, very reliable, mm-hmm. um, just purely passionate. Like everyone in our team is like, we love, it doesn't feel like work to us. We just love what we're, what we're doing. And our team itself, like um, inside, it's like, it's like really like a positive, like friendly environment. It doesn't even feel like it's work. It's just like a really relaxing and comfortable environment. Fantastic. And, you know, you mentioned in terms of the, the development teams growing, is there any particular hires that you guys are looking for right now? Yeah, um, I think with regards to development specifically, we're looking for um, some more lead developers. We're looking for back end and front end, you know, like some people who make very beautiful UX mm-hmm. and uh, on the back end side, is um, we've got a few openings there as well. For smart contracts, uh, we are we are open, but really we've got like some really really high quality, like uh, world class developers in that area. So it's been pretty fortunate in that in that sense. Um, with regards to the rest of the team, a lot of it is like um, on the content and marketing. Like we want to have this entire engine built up for the next, uh, I guess, long term really. 
Um, so yeah, they're the few openings I'd say we have right now, especially on the economic side. I think um, the developers that we're now like trying to focus on, they understand the economics and I guess um, the logic and math of DAFI because a lot of that is, although using smart contracts, but programmed a little bit around um, calculating metrics and um, leading that to affect quantity of rewards and stuff like that. Fantastic. So yeah, I mean, if there's any, you know, um, any people out there who are, you know, very geeky, very much into numbers, you know, I can't recommend highly enough, like the opportunities available at Daffy over the next couple of years are going to be amazing. Uh, you know, I'm a strong believer in what you guys are delivering is very unique to the market. And I think it'll be very interesting to see, you know, where you guys end up. And on that note, Zane, just before we wrap up, like, where do you see the biggest opportunities for growth over the next year in blockchain? I think... NFTs have been growing quite a lot and everyone's probably now at this point tired of that word. <laughs> um, NFTs have been like pretty cool and interesting. Um, I think for growth over the next year, um, I think the entire industry is, a, I guess, synchronized wise, it would grow. Um, I think last year focused so much on DeFi, which is still booming right now. It's got like all time high of a value locked, but now there's like more implementations, how different DeFi applications can be used in other things like NFTs and um, I guess like this combination of different features in blockchain. So I think the next year will be really, really awesome. Um, hopefully the market is like still <laughs> like right now. I think Bitcoin's doing like everyone's happy right now. So hopefully that positivity kind of stays <laughs> for the short term, hopefully long term. But let's, uh, let's see. I think there's so much opportunities in the market. You just got to um, just jump at the them really. I agree. And I know it's very much a cliche when they say this time it's different, but it genuinely does feel like that. So, you know, yeah. I, mean, I think we'll, 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 we'll see how things develop in the next year. And again, you know, just before we wrap up, we, we'd love to have you back on as a guest. I mean, it's been really interesting to hear your story, you know, how Absolutely. you founded Daffy. Um, just before we go here, Zane, could you just give us a shout out to, to any listeners out there who are interested in finding more about the project? If you could let us know your website and your socials. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the website is daffyprotocol.io and uh, socials are all at daffyprotocol. Um, if you like reading into things more, um, you can either read a light paper on the, uh, the website or you can go into the Medium page, which is daffyprotocol.medium.com. Um, I think all in all, if you want to really talk to the team, talk to like people uh, within the community, Telegram's of course like where it's at right now. Um, we're hoping to set up Discord in the future. But right now it's mostly just telegram so that's um t.me slash daffy protocol perfect so we'll leave all the links in the description below but again you know it's been a been a pleasure having you on i mean um, like i said we'd love to have you back on sometime in the next 12 months and, and see how things have progressed yeah yeah absolutely i would love to love to be on i'm all for like podcasts and interviews and stuff i do i enjoy it myself um so yeah it's kind of enjoyable to like even be on any of them really Fantastic. It's a welcome break, right, from having to kind yeah. of deal with emails and telegram messages all day. I've got my emails in the background, actually, so I wouldn't say. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Like, as we wrap up here, if you're ever interested in knowing how hard, you know, your 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 project founders are working, just know that even when, when Zane's on a podcast, he's still dealing with your, your queries <laughs> in the background. <laughs> so, like, uh, you told me to mute telegram and all the social communications otherwise I'd be checking my phone <laughs> right there you go <laughs> so yeah again thank you very much for coming on Zane and um, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to speaking to you soon yeah absolutely I'd love to
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. We hope you can get inspired from Zane's story and his advice. If you wish to find out more information about Daffy, you can visit their website or check out their social links in the description below. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about how to generate revenue streams in blockchain, finding a career or becoming a sponsor of our podcast, then you can visit our website at www.blockchainenterprisespodcast.com.